Monique. Okay, so we're going to jump straight into our topic, how to shift um, into an authentic relationship with God. Um, so as you guys may know that the reason why we really want to touch on this topic is because growing up Haitian, you know, many of us know the three L's. What are the three L's, ladies? L'Eglise, L'Ecole, L'Acaille. L'Eglise, L'Ecole, L'Acaille. And I think sometimes things may be no, so normalized in our culture, like going to church, that you could miss its purpose or its significance. And you could get so comfortable sometimes with L'Eglise that you miss Jizzy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what did you guys think was the purpose of church before shifting? Um, so for me, I don't think, I don't really know. Just because it was so normalized in my life to go to church so much that I never really thought about not going to church. I never really thought about not doing ministry. It's because everybody around me in my family, uh, my parents, close friends, uh, my siblings, friends did ministry, yeah. were in church. So it was like inevitable for me to fall into it yeah. um, until I really got to that point. I think it was when I went to, when I went to school, really, um, because when I went to school, no one's telling you to go to church. No, no one's telling you to read your Bible. No one's telling you to pray. It's like if I get up and go to church, I'm going for myself. Me. If I'm reading my Bible, it's for myself. If I'm praying, it's for myself. I think when I got to that moment where um, I'm not around this church community, it was really like, OK, what does God mean for you? Yeah. what's the foundation of this relationship to you why do you praise yeah. why do you go to church and that really kind of shifted my perspective mm -hmm. yeah. um i think that um i used to think that the purpose of that church was the way to truth in the life and the closer and the more i went to church the more i was there the more activities i did then the closer i was to god and that's kind of what i equated it and i didn't really look at church as the introduction to christ and and building my faith and fellowship with my brothers and sisters um but instead i saw that church was the all in all because i feel like on a patient you heard more about church going to church then you heard about building a relationship with Christ. Um, so what is an authentic, meaning real, genuine, it is what it truly says it is, connection and bond, what is that to you guys? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, Dad, that's a really good question. <laughs> what is, if you guys didn't hear me, an authentic, genuine, real, it is what it says, relationship with Christ a link a connection and bond with him um dang Mola coming out here with SAT questions um <laughs> or dissertation the questions counselor and me. I'm so so sorry okay, I think I know the answer all right go shot because um, I'm still thinking <laughs> being saved um and I think that's being truly being saved um as they talk about it in the book of John to um get salvation by way of receiving um, simply because when I think that when God calls you out of death, meaning um, a spiritual death, um, and calls you into eternal life, um, and you receive that, I think at that moment, um, that relationship starts. And I think it starts because there's nothing, um, and I have it open in my Bible right now, um, in John 1 verse 12 to 13, where it says, um, but as many as received them to him, he gave the right to become children of God to those who believed in his name, who were born not of blood, not of the will of the flesh, not of the will of man, but of God. And I think it's authentic because it's nothing that I can do. Mm. Like it's nothing. It's not the fact that I grew up in a, um, a Haitian Christian home. It's not the fact that I was in church every day. It's not the fact that I wanted to have a relationship with God, but that God called me out of darkness into the light with him. Mm. And because that he is the anchor of that relationship, um, um, it is already authentic. Yeah. 
Um, thank you for that. Um, <laughs> no, I, I was just thinking about it in layman's terms, really, like just your average, um, built like having an authentic relationship with Jesus, right? Um, I think that was a question because I was yeah, like, doing stuff. Um, <laughs> um, I, I think being vulnerable, being real, um, not um, pr projecting what you think Jesus wants you to say, what you think. He wants you to look like what he think you what you think he wants you to do what you've been even trained to do mm. trained to say um yeah training in what you've seen other people do i think your authentic relationship with jesus comes in being who he had created you to be um for example you know uh let's just say or i'll use me as an example i don't want to throw anybody um you, you know i I'm loud, kind of, um, and I use <laughs> kind of um, like a little, you know, hoodish vernacular. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, and so I, I talk like that on a regular. So why would I pretend to speak any other way? Why would I pretend to be this? Oh, I'm so scholarly with when I come to God. You know what I mean? And that's not authentically who I am. God can't. He won't. What penetrate all of that, you know what I mean, to answer what I what I what I really need. Mike Todd talks about that a lot. He said God can't bless who you pretend to be or whatever. He only can meet you at your like authentic self. Like he can't be like meeting someone that you're putting on or pretending to be. But how did you make that shift? Because I know Shasha talked a little about it, a little bit about her shift with school, but how did you make that shift? Um You know what I read this book um called Ooh and I, I, I left it on the desk, right? Um, I can't remember the author's name, but it was The God I Never Knew. Um, and he talks about how we oftentimes um, belittle and reject the Holy Spirit um, and forgetting that he is like part of, like he's a part of the Trinity. He yeah. is God. Like you, mm -hmm. you do, we, we mm -hmm. diminish the Holy Spirit as if he's just some, you know, thing flying around in the room, you like right, you know what I mean, where he is uh, God. Um, and so what I really did was start to channel in and start to really talk to and accept the Holy Spirit as God living on the inside of me. And again, um, building that relationship. So it, that's really where it started. So I wasn't into my Bible. I wasn't into all of that other stuff. Uh, <laughs> so I really started with the Holy Spirit being like, once I read that book and I was like, oh, so the Holy Spirit is my friend. The Holy Spirit lives in me and the Holy Spirit is God. So I could talk to the Holy Spirit. And then it was, all right, well, then it was talking to the Holy Spirit. Well, I need something deeper. So then it was read the Bible. And as I read the Bible, it was like, oh, snap, God, like this is what this meant. This is what this meant. And as I began to read and understand and talk to God, our relationship just went from there. So um, I hope that answered the question. That was long winded. Yeah, how you shifted. Um, <laughs> I could say that I was like raised in church and everything like that. I left church. I was over it. Um, I was over being in church all the time. I really was. I, I'm not going to, I don't want to sugarcoat it. I kind of despised it a bit. Um, and I went to college. I was like, thank you, good Lord Jesus. I'm not going no more. Um, and I think in college was where my shifting began. Um, and I think it began because now it really was, like I was saying, up to me to figure this thing out. Do I want to go? Do I not want to go? Um, do I believe the things that I've been told or not? Um, and I was kind of, you know, I think it was planted in me, but it didn't come out yet. 
um, all the things that they were teaching me and stuff like that. Um, after life started taking a few turns, and I'm talking to people about like where do they go, how do they deal with things, how do they run to things, um, I think that's when I started to really get hit with life now. We got financial issues coming, we got classes coming, we got all these different things coming in college, and it was getting overwhelming. And I'm like, how do I deal with these things? How do I overcome um, these type of things? And at that point, I think that's where I said, okay. I think I was talking to a girlfriend of mine, actually, at the time, about all of it. And she, that's when she recommended me to Heather Lindsay. And I mm -hmm. think that's where my relationship with God began. Mm -hmm. And she started to talk about, I was in one of the random relationship yeah. type of things. And she started to talk about it, like instead of having a random build a relationship with God. And I think that's where it all began yeah. for me, building a personal relationship with God. And that drew me to church, but not in the same perspective right. that I saw it yeah. growing mm -hmm. up. I think um, a lot of people, it would help um, if people really thought about their relationship with God, with Christ, at least when you're starting off like you would with a person. Absolutely. I think that's very helpful if you think about it in that term, in that way. For example, if me, my, Monique and I are building a relationship yeah. and I never reach out and talk to her, yeah. how are we going to build a relationship? Or if Monique is always the one reaching out to, to me, me and I never text her, I never call her or I never go out to hang out with her, that, that's going to be a turnoff, right? Yeah. Or if every time Monique tells me something, I'm like, nah, I don't believe you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's going to be like, Monique's going to be like, well, I don't want to tell you nothing no more. Like, you know what I mean? I think it, it'll be helpful for those people who are struggling to build an authentic relationship with God if you think about it in that sense. Yeah. If you think about, like, you're building, like, it's, we all know when we get booed up, right? Um, you want to spend time with that person. You want to be around that person all the time. Um, and I think what greater love is there than God? So I want to be around God all the time. I want to talk to him all the time. I want to know what he's thinking about. I want to, you know what I mean? Like, what he's like. Right. What do you, do you think I'm pretty? Do you think I'm, you know, amazing? <laughs> Which he does. Do you really love me? Which he Absolutely. does. You know what yeah, I mean? And, and our, the Bible is his love letter to you because then you get could read my favorite scripture, Isaiah 43. And, you know, he talks about, you know, I love you and you're precious and honored to me. I've called you by name. Right. Um, so it, it dives into all this stuff. So then you start to read God's word or, or excuse me, you start to read scripture in a different light because you've built that relationship with him. And so I think that will start to help. So if you're struggling out there, think of God as an individual, your new, you can, yeah, yeah. Your new friend that you just want to, what is he like? What does he, what is he not like? What exactly. Is he just get to know him. Absolutely. And you something know? I love that you said was, um, to be real. Yeah. And I think that's something that really kind of transformed my relationship with God. Because I think before I was, all my prayers, everything, I wanted it to be prayer. Mm -hmm. um, so I would like think of these like these great metaphors. Because yeah. uh, I felt like that's when God would hear me or I would do things even though I didn't feel like it. Um, and there became a point where I would literally be like, God, I really don't want to worship you. But I know, like, my spirit, like, desires to be fed by you, so meet me where I am. Yeah. Or, God, I really don't feel like picking up my Bible today. Or, God, I'm angry. Or, God, I'm struggling with this sin. Um, X, Y, Z. And so because I was real, I think that I, um, I believe that I allowed God, um, I took away that veil. Yeah. yeah. I took away that, like, you know, that veil that I'm so great, I'm so this or that, the third. Um, and I allowed God to really pour into my life. Yeah. Um, when the Bible says, you know, worship me in spirit and in truth. Um, I know you guys said I'm the um, 
a podcast before that truth is vulnerability mm-hmm. um, and so because I was real I was like you know God was able to go past my pain to go past my hurt to go past my frustration to go past my unbelief and really pour into me the way I need to be poured into mm, that's good that's real good I All think right. I heard you speak teaching on um, I feel like it was like one of the phone conference things and that's what you said you was like you know being authentic and Ooh. being real yeah Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> was like so important. And he was like, really say how you feel. Like, and she's like, and I think sometimes we don't want to because of how bad it sounds. Yeah. Like, I can't come to God and be like, I don't feel like talking to you today. Or I don't feel like doing these things. And I'm like, you know, it's so true. And no one allows you to know that you can have that space because he knows that already. I was just about to say, he, you act like this is a secret <laughs> to God. It's not. I think it's also sin. Um, because sin makes us think that we're dealing with it alone. Mm. Sin makes us think that like, you know, if I say this out loud, oh my God, I'm embarrassed or I'm shameful. And it's like, we don't, it's almost as if like, we want to bring our best selves to God. Right. And it's like, like God cares about that ugly part too. Like God wants to heal your trauma. God wants to go past like the things that you can't even see. Um, so it really became that point in me where even now, like if I'm sinning, like I'll, or if I feel like a sin is coming or I'm struggling with a sin, I'll be like, God, like, I really don't want to serve you. Like, God, yes. like, I know I'm not supposed to go to the party, but God, I feel like drinking some alcohol. Yeah. Um, so help me, Jesus. Yeah. And it's like, it's like real. You feel yeah. me? And I think because um, I've become real yeah. that I have allowed the Holy Spirit to take control. Absolutely. You know what? We talk about um, denial a lot um but it's so funny how we talk about like for instance what alcoholism it's like denial is like the first step or something like that right like you know um if you can't admit that you have an issue then you can't get help with it i find it funny how we can acknowledge that for everything else except our relationship with god right Mm -hmm. so we fall into this whole denial thing where it's like you have to first admit I have a problem, God. I'm struggling with this sin, God. And then he can help you. As long as you hold that first barrier, it's like God is like, I have the solution right here for you. But you still in this idea like, no, I'm perfect. I go to church every Sunday. I, I you know, I work open based. my Bible. Like, you know, it's very, very work-based, yeah. right? And then God is like, if you don't take this barrier out first, I'm not giving you this solution. I want to give it to you. I have it for you, but you're blocking it. Like you're blocking yourself to, from receiving it. Yeah. That's real because oftentimes when Jesus is about to heal somebody, he asks them first, do you want to be with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to be made well? Yeah, acknowledging that you are not well. Because God's not going to heal somebody who doesn't want to be healed. Yeah. He's a gentleman. And I think that deep down inside, we don't acknowledge that I don't. Yeah, yeah. That I That's am so comfortable real. in this trauma. Yeah. Even though deep down I know I don't like it, but I'm used to yeah. it. I'm comfortable. comfortable. I know this trauma. I don't know life without this trauma. Mm, I think, I think one. something, one of the realest things when I was transitioning into being authentic um, was that um, me and Caleb are like driving home at five in the morning from um, from New York and he's playing Christian music, which isn't you know out of the ordinary. And um, all of a sudden I feel like I'm in a classroom. And I feel like God is giving me a lesson on myself. And it's like, you think you're great. You think you're saved. But my foundation, your foundation isn't me. Mm. And he's like, you know, um, all the things that um, you think that is passing as Naomi is really sin. Like, you're really angry inside. um, But you're like, no, I just have an attitude. That's just who I am. 
or you're really this or you're really that but like you're filled with unbelief blah 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 and I think that the reason why I didn't want to come out of it at first was because I was scared that God would change me to somebody I didn't want to be mm, I like that's myself. good that's um, good come on here I like I like being you know cool I like um yeah. I like living in sin I like doing things that I knew was against the Bible that I knew was against the teaching and so I I didn't feel as if I was ready yet to come out of that yeah, yeah, so yeah. it was like for a while I was really combating God yeah it was like you now revealed to me my error or my sin that I didn't even know was sin but I like this like this is me yeah. for a long time I have said this is my personality yeah. for you to take away that sin to take away my pain to take away my hurt to take away my unbelief would be for me how I kind of date you're taking away parts of myself yeah and I, I think it, when you say about that, I think of Jacob and I think of that, it's the fight with identity. Yeah. Like, am, am I really going to move from Jacob, Trickster, Elias, all I know yeah. to Israel? Like, I don't I, I don't know Israel. This is all I know. This is who I am. That's why I really feel like Angel was really like, I'm trying to tell you who you are. I'm trying to yeah. tell you your identity. Like, yeah. what is your name? What are you known by? Um, and, 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 and that's why I'm truly, I think God is truly trying to say, this is not you. You've been intoxicated all yeah. this time. You don't know life sober-minded. Sober you don't know it you think that this is who you are you think this is all you're capable of doing but really yeah. I know you I knew yeah. you when I formed you in your mother I knew yeah. you before all of this yeah. but this is all you think that you can equate to and it's all you know yeah so, I love how the Bible often talks about uh, especially in the case of Jacob um, how he says I I, uh, I believe he says I created Jacob but I formed Israel and that's so deep to me, right? Because he cre he's creator of all things, but then you allow him to form who you really are, which was Israel, which is the person or the, the group, right, that belongs to him and his people, right? Um, so that's very interesting you that you brought that up. You think of Romans 12, too, where, like, don't conform. Like, yes, that's what happens here, this conforming. World. But let me transform yeah. you by renewing how you see everything, by renewing how you see yourself, yeah. by renewing how you see the world. That now, and it's so weird because it's like, once you truly get saved, and, and a lot of people get saved and it's like seed form, but once you really start pouring the water of the word, yeah. get pruned out it's here. It's crazy how the same exact thing you could step into and it feels weird to yeah. you now and you're like this never felt weird before yeah. why now this doesn't feel the same way yeah. or now this feels uncomfortable yeah. um where it didn't that's when you can see that an authentic relationship is happening and you know what that's called 100 sanctification okay <laughs> come on out here okay come on somebody <laughs> that's called sanctification when you and then, um i love again how you can be born Right in this sinful nature, but then the Bible says that you can be born again, so that you can come out again. You can be different. Um, he can change your mind and change your understanding and start to build and have that foundation and that relationship with you by being born again. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. I always wrestle with it. Like, am I? being new or am I really coming into who I truly am? I, I think you're coming into. Yeah. I think. Um, okay, so <laughs> I turned um, twenty like two months ago right hey, and so, so young no, no it's pause I'm, I'm okay i'm correct i'm grown all right no so um i'm turning 20 and i'm just thinking about like okay who are you now blah, 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 blah. um and so i'm asking god because I, like that question who are you is so scary yeah um, and I felt like God was like, um, who you are is who you have always been. Mm. Um, at this point now, I'm just bringing those things out yeah, of you. Bringing yeah. the things that, um, you know, 
it's almost as if like you know you get a you get a nice glass right yeah. and then you leave it in the back so there's dust all over it by the by you know I'm just cleaning you off now, yeah. right? Like you're still that beautiful glass, that ruby, whatever. I'm just cleaning you now. Like yeah. those things that has covered up your joy, the thing that has covered up, you know, your humility, your your self control, whatever the fruits of the spirit may be. I'm yeah. cleaning it yeah. so that you can actually become the person that you have always been. Yeah, yes. yeah. That's like cuss words to me. Um, it's the process. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm dying. Whoa. No, it's like cuss words. I, the Lord, he knows. Um, the process is the cuss word to me um, because I I dislike the process of becoming. Mm-hmm. I love the idea mm-hmm. of becoming, the right, of the promise of who I've always, like God is like, you've always been this strong person. You've always been this, but it's just the process of revealing okay. it to you. And I'm like, God, let's forego this process and just make me, <laughs> you know, fantabulous, you know? <laughs> I'm the opposite. I like the process. Me too. No, y'all need I'm Jesus. Scared of, I'm scared of the, the promise. Me too. No, no, no. I'm the same way. I just came from a retreat, right? Y'all got to explain this to me. Yes. The oh, guy, the God. pastor calls me up, you know, whatever. And he's like professing on my life. She's going to be this. She's going to be that. And literally, I'm having an anxiety attack. Like, I'm like, I'm scared. Way. Like, Jesus, no. And there's, like, there's a quote where it says, you know, you're not scared of failure. You're scared of your success. Uh, Mary um, William, my like, favorite. I'm, I'm legitimately scared <laughs> of my success. Oh, I don't wow. mind the process. I don't mind God pruning me. Mm-hmm. I don't mind me getting deeper. I love growing. I, lo- I, I love, love when it's like I'm getting deeper with God. Though sometimes it may be uncomfortable, yeah. I generally love sitting at the feet of God it's that promise where it's going to be like now much is required yes. of you. now you're on another standard now, now it's like you're not now there's responsibility mm-hmm. now now you have no reason to not believe that I'm God yeah. now unbelief is out of the picture like that scares me I'm yeah. you off that no no that that petrifies me and and I just think that it's just it's real like I love to learn I love to like and being in school and learning and everything is different from now you are in the position you have to take care of you have to take the fall for certain things or you have to succeed if I succeed all this stuff I think that that is more scary for me I can do the process so scary. I don't do like the, the unknown I don't like the unknown I don't like I feel like if you once you get to the place, I guess, uh, we all trying to get to heaven, but um, the place of, okay, I think this is where God wants me to be. I like that. Um, I think it's, it's because you're already there. It's like, all right, well, God already, we, I know that you're with me. I know that you'll guide me through it. I know that you'll help me through it. But the road to get there, I hate the unknown. I hate not under, not knowing if there's a curveball that's about to come. I hate not knowing um, if there's a pitfall or something like that. I dislike the pruning, right? I, I mean, but I feel it's good for me, but. When you get to purpose, I think about Joseph. He had his, leaving his family, he went through this whole process, he gets to the palace. Yeah. But the palace, there's still curveballs that can be thrown at you up there. Now you're getting the curveballs in front of everyone. Right. Now you have to face all of this where they're looking to you because yeah. you're in a position yeah. of how I, how they could react or be. I think that is 10 times more scarier than the process when he was in prison, the process when he was in palace first house. You're not elevated to this level of the promise now. Yeah. Especially because the Bible talks about, I believe Paul talks about how like teachers will be judged harshly. Yeah. Come yeah. on. I'll be sitting here but like don't let me teach you. Bro. Exactly. I'm like, like, no, I don't want this. this. Yes. I don't want this. Like yeah. and, and, and that's where I think it is. I think also coming from a leadership home. Yeah. I see like how hard it is. Like yeah. people think they want that. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. Like it's really not to say you don't, but 
it's so much more than what you see on on the yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah. And it's way more behind the scenes yeah, yeah, than, yeah. than you see on stage. And it's a lot, yeah. a lot that goes on that I yeah. just, so it's like, it makes me very much like, yeah. absolutely not. I think, I understand what you're talking about, Sherelle, where it says like, you know, the pruning is very difficult because it's like, um, you're walking in darkness yeah. and you don't know if you're going left, you don't know, you just see a hand guiding you. Yeah. It's like, I don't see anything, Jesus. Um, I think for me, Though it's kind of like I kind of have trust issues, I like it because yeah. I like when God comes through. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I love it when He blows my mind oh, no, and I, I sit like, back yeah. after like three weeks and it's like, why was I crying about that? Yeah, okay. and I'm like a laxy daisy person, so then it becomes like I don't even care. And people are like, Naomi, like, for, how are you gonna pay for school? God paid it twice, bro. So <laughs> At this I point, can, I can wait for the last minute. He's gonna <laughs> pay it again. Okay, it's true. That's good. That's good. That that grows your faith. Um. Like, all right, y'all ain't convinced me, but I mean, we we, we all different, and God loves us the same. And all right, all right, what's up? Um, are we still on top? Yeah, we done veered off. I'm like, okay, so you know, first, let the Holy Spirit have His way. First, I was thinking about that too. I was, you know, <laughs> of how, yes, but the first point that Sherelle had that brought up that was great with how I shift from just like the introduction of who He is and fellowship was looking at it like it's a person. Yeah. Looking at it like you build a relationship with a boo, with a person, with a friend, um, just spending time in his word daily. Um, I think, too, I had just wrote down, or uh, whatever, the discipline to meet with him each. Not that it's a law to meet with him each day, but there's a discipline that yeah. I'm going to make time for you. Yeah. Um, to be consistent, because I just feel like we don't, we're not very consistent in a lot of things, and I yeah. think that's why it doesn't, grow as much and then we're looking like well why am i not growing well why is this not happening um i have a twofold thing with that so i love the idea because i uh have my standing meeting with god um yeah. y'all know god is my ceos not, not plug. um yeah no no it's a, it's a thing where i like to involve and meet with god to get like why would you not go to the one that has the whole day planned and know what what's gonna happen and when it's gonna happen to be like all right so god could be like all right well curve this street because it's gonna be a block on that street why would you not want to know that i mean we all have gps that tells first off y'all have ways that tells y'all where the cops gonna be so don't try to tell me that you don't want to know in advance what's gonna happen when you have ways downloaded on your phone wouldn't you want to know like just talk I to just, god every I just day think instead of looking at it as like a discipline I think of even work. Like sometimes work, you like I don't feel like going to work, but you got that favorite coworker, and you like, oh, I can't wait to go chill with them. Or they're gonna paycheck, time <laughs> or paycheck, but they're gonna make the time fly for the day. Yeah. So I look forward. Like they walk in, I be like, hey, there go my person. Like yeah. versus they not in work today. It's like, oh, this is gonna drag. Yeah. I look at it like I can't wait to meet my God and yeah. to spend time with him. Yeah. Um, Definitely, yeah. I think it's a matter of. I do think it's a matter of discipline, but it's also a matter of love. Mm -hmm. um, because um, when I started to get deeper and having a more authentic relationship with God, it was like, God, teach me to love you well. Mm -hmm. Teach me to be a servant well. And not just like laxy-daisy, but I want you to look at me and be pleased. Yeah, so yeah, then it's yeah. like, okay, like for example, everybody knows I love Caleb. Like that's like my favorite person ever. Aww. So when he comes home, I'll be feeling some way if he don't come to my room and say hi to me. <laughs> like, I will really wait, like I'll wait by my door. I'm like, I know he's not gonna come in. <laughs> I'm like, I, because I want to spend time with you. Yeah. If we don't, like, I'll send, he'll tell you, I'll send him messages like, you didn't really hang out with this week. Oh. I feel like away. No, I it absolutely was like, my brother. Absolutely. So if I love you, God, yeah. but we, I also understand that we battle the flesh, yeah. which opposes God. Yeah. Right. But it's like, 
God allow my spirit to be strong because my spirit needs you. Yeah. So if I love you, let me love you well. So let me be at your feet. Yeah. Um, even when I'm feeling tired, yeah. let me sit there with you. Let me search for you because um, if I say I love you, I will do it. Yeah. Yeah. You guys ever, has it ever happened to you? Like you're like so, like it's time for you to go spend time with God. And for some strange reason, you're just so tired. Like, like you, like your Bro. eyes are like, you know, closing, right? But the minute you actually just, all right, you force yourself and you just start to get, it's like, I'm not, I wasn't really tired. Like, I was actually... With everything else, you start to wake up. Everything else, like, oh, I'm so tired. I got to go think, to church. I'm tired. And then your show comes on and you're up for like three hours or you Netflix, uh, Netflix in for five hours. Yeah, I think that we look at love as a feeling. Mm-hmm. So that's where it's like... Well, am I loving God well because I'm not feeling yeah, this yeah. Um, and we don't look at love as an action mm-hmm. um, that I, I, I'm going to do this because I know I love you yeah. so I'm going to make myself do this because yeah. I know I love you and that lo- it's not going to always feel good mm-hmm. to me but it's good for me yeah. um, that I get to this place with you. No that's you. so real just because I'm a really emotional person mm-hmm. um, so like I kind of um, go off my feelings a lot and that really came to a point where it's like, okay, it's not about the way that I feel. Yeah. Um, because really, we're not our feelings. Ooh, come um, on. Like, really, like, um, feelings come from the flesh. Okay. The flesh my, opposes God. Mind. So a lot of times we'll be like, oh, I feel this way. I feel this way. Put your feelings aside. So when they say, like, one of the verses that keep coming up to me is like, lean not on your own yeah, understanding, yeah, yeah, yeah. but lean on God. Um, because my own understanding will tell me I'm sad this moment and then something another something else will happen. Oh, I'm happy. Oh, I'm depressed. Oh, I'm angry. Oh, I'm this and that. You can't rely on your feelings, yeah. um, but you rely on your spirit because I have always been consistent. That's what they say that God is love. Yeah. Um, so that push past, um, that has been like a huge thing in this period of my life where okay, Naomi, it doesn't matter what you feel. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lean on truth. Yeah. Yeah. I, have, I was listening to, I think I was talking to you about self-control yeah. and I've been listening to like self-control and self-discipline and he was like every time you catch yourself saying i feel he said that's your flesh mm-hmm. and he was like every time you catch yourself saying that like that's your flesh he said go against what i feel and he was just like and watch your feelings change yeah and yeah. i was just like yeah. no that is so that's true real. like you your know feelings so will get you in trouble oh <laughs> Okay. In more ways than like just spiritual, I just feel like that. Like I, I, I've been going back forth with Cheryl with how to eat and how to do different things and, and exercise. I'm I don't feel like it, you know. But if this. I keep on eating like this, it's going to lead to my destruction. Yeah. If I keep on doing this, it's not good for me. It's it, it, it might feel good at the time, but it's not good for me. Um, and I look at and that's in every area like that. He that is self control or self discipline is going against. Um, what I feel. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So, um, how do we wrap this up? <laughs> oh, sorry, but <laughs> that was a throw at you, Mo. It was, it was for me, right? <laughs> um, shifting. Uh, well, should we? I guess wrap it up. You want to wrap this up, Shash? Oh. On this shift, oh. we didn't even go deep into the shift. <laughs> All right, so explain to us the shift. Yes, how did it come about? What is it about? Um, okay, so the shift is really just a creative space to worship. Um, it's a space that is vulnerable, is intimate, um, and it doesn't look like your Sunday morning worship just because I don't believe that the way that we do church on Sunday morning is the only way that can be done to worship God. Like if you're not a preacher, if you're not a worship leader, there's still ways that you can um, use the gift that God has given you to glorify him. Yeah, yeah. So it's really just this space 
for God to be glorified in any way that it looks creative, um, whether it's prayer, whether it's just crying, whether it's painting, um, whatever it may be, um, that his name may be glorified. I don't even think, okay, so the reason why I was called the shift um, is so that we essentially just want you to shift deeper um, into God. So then um, what we had said in the beginning is like when you go to the beach and you put your feet in and then there's like all like, you know, you see the ocean and it's like it goes deeper and deeper. Um, that's the spirit of God. Um, whereas sometimes like we're like, you know, we put our toe in, you got to make sure it's not too cold. Yeah. And then you go and you put your knees in and you put your stomach in and you put your head in and then you dive in. Um, to get to that point where we're just diving in, and even when you dive in, there's so much more ocean that you haven't even discovered yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't even think when I first started the shift, I even understood what it was. Yeah. Really, I'm not even gonna hold you guys. I just wanted my visions to stop. Like I was having the same vision over and over again. I'm like, yo, this is getting annoying. <laughs> so it's like, all right, let's just do this so I can have peace. Yeah. Um, and I didn't, I didn't think that. Um, we would be this deep into it. Yeah. Um. I was just. I was just trying to do it. Hit it. Hit it and quit it. Um, <laughs> no, I'm so serious. <laughs> I'm not gonna like this. I'm really not trying to. Like Yo. <laughs> no. So. Um, I said, did I answer the question? Yeah. yeah. All right. So that's dope. Um, all right. So thank you, Shasha, for being our first yeah. guest on season two of Views from Janessa. Yes. We God. appreciate Lord you. God. You did so good. You were so scared for no reason. <laughs> Fear is not of the Lord. I'm um, All right. Timidity, all of that is not of the Lord. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> guys, this is a rough first, first episode. episode. Like, let me tell you, first off, we're recording this for the second time because the first time it screwed up um, um so this season is looking to be i think because we're diving deeper and we have some really really incredible topics this season i feel like we're gonna have to stay prayed up because the enemy is trying to be like no don't get them don't get them to serve jesus for real no, nah, we gonna serve Jesus for real around here. Um, so again, Shasha, thank you so much. Thank um, you. to everybody listening, we love you guys. Of course, listen to us on Gajo Olivier Saturdays at two p.m. Hey. We're on SoundCloud, Podcast. um, iTunes Podcast, Google Play. So you can download any of those and listen to this podcast. Of course, duh. Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> at yeah, yo, follow me too. Follow me too. Views <laughs> from Janessa. Um, you can. I think we tagged Shasha um, yeah. on our post. So we love you guys. We pray that you are always building an authentic relationship with Jesus. Keep shifting, y'all. Keep shifting. That you're shifting your understanding, your mind. That Sundays are a snack and it's not your main course. Just an introduction. All right. Um, we love you guys and peace out. Bye. Bye. We don't Bye. even have the music, guys. Next time. I was going to say that. Where my music is? We out, guys. Bye.